Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560 Sports WQAM, FM99.9 HD2, and streaming on the Odyssey app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, welcome to week 11 of the NFL season, which means it's also week 11 of the fantasy football season. We have made it. We're coming down the stretch right now. The last month of the regular season is catching up on everybody. Trade season's wrapping up in a lot of leagues coming up. Deadlines are coming up and all in there, but we've made it to week 11, which still means you got four or five weeks left in your league to get into the playoffs to try to get that by, to win the scoring title, any of the bonuses you need to do. Very important time, especially on the waiver wire as well. And that's why we're here for the next two hours. And when I mean we, it's Zach and the Nose. So let me introduce my partner in crime as always. He is the Nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nosey, welcome to week 11. Good evening, Zachariah. How are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm happy. Uh... I had a good week of fantasy football, as you could tell in my voice. You sure um, did. I had, I'm had. i in three different leagues. One of them is the guillotine league, where each week the lowest scoring team gets chopped. I am still in there, thank goodness. And in my other two leagues, I got much, much, much needed wins to keep me healthy and active in the playoff hunt. So I'm very happy right now. And I was hitting the waiver wire pretty hard this week, or trying to. And uh, we're getting down to it right now, Nosey. This is it. Like, this yeah. is... This is when you make that one pickup or you drop the one guy or pick up that extra quarterback, whatever it is right now, that probably could lead you or hopefully leads you to the promised land. Absolutely. But right now, I'm going to be honest with you, the uh, free agents right now are slim pickings. And so it's really difficult right now to really project a player that's going to get you that major next step. Uh, again, late in the year, you are looking for players still, and sometimes you get a little lucky. You know, for example, uh, James Robinson today went down a little bit. He's questionable. Does Carlos Hyde maybe is that one player for a one-week plug-in? Good start at home versus San Francisco. These are the types of things that you have to look into because right now, with COVID, with all the injuries, it is nasty, Zach. I mean. I can't believe that I'm looking at lineups right now and saying, am I really starting Wayne Gallman tomorrow night versus the Patriots? Or am I, I sure really, am. Am I really considering Donta Freeman or AP for the Titans versus the Texans? This is where we are. And you know what? I'm here for it. I love the challenge of it. And we're going to do everything we can to put ourselves in the best position to basically maximize the amount of points you could get and also at the same time minimize those zeros or the ones so uh text in the show tonight let's have some fun let's talk about it and let's make that last stretch because you said it right now if you're in good shape you gotta get your bye week there's nothing more important i stress it every year the bye means everything in fantasy because as we all know, it could be the first quarter in the playoffs and all of a sudden your player goes down because it's bad luck 
And look, if you get yourself a buy, you might get yourself out of a jam like that. And also, it's just two weeks. You're automatically into the semi. So let's make the push to get the buy. And or if you're fighting and scrapping to make the playoffs, you cannot afford to make mistakes. So let's get your lineups correct. Let's fight to the very end. And let's get you in the dance. Because right now, fantasy football is all about getting to the playoffs. And then we take it from there. But don't be the chump who doesn't make the playoffs. That's right. Or, I mean, look, it happens. I mean, you know, I'm in multiple leagues, and there are some leagues that you just can't avoid the injuries. And, you know, if you have, with your first round pick, Derrick Henry, and then your second round pick, the hyphen, oh. thing, right, you say, right, there's nothing you could do, man. It's just play again next year. That's just the honest truth. But nonetheless, we never fight. We never uh, say die like the Goonies. Okay, I'm bringing Goonies it to you. Never say die. That is that is what we say in this show. We never give up. Okay, there is a will. There's a way. So let's rip off four wins in a row if we have to, and let's let it go, man. Right. Texting the show and let's go. Is that all? No. <laughs> I want the Vila Skeleton. Yes. Yes. That's what I wanted. I mean, exactly I don't know. I, I think we've had that bit before, and that's why yeah. Garcia is the best because we say that on the show. Garcia, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, that was well done by you. 305 567 0560. That is the text line if you want to get some texts in here uh, nice and early in the show. We have all of our normal stuff we do on the show tonight. We'll go over the best performance of the week coming up here in just a second. The sniff test, the nose pick of the, uh, the week, the tight end pick of the week, yes or no's. Everything and of course we're going to go through a ton of observations as well. Knows this week um, and some weeks we have four teams on by some teams th- some weeks three. There's only two this week yet. This is one of those weeks where two teams on by and probably nine ten guys that you're going to use in fantasy if not maybe a little bit more than that in deeper leagues. Talk about the Rams and the Broncos and what people are going to be missing this week. Well, people are missing in the Rams a QB one right Stafford currently a top three or four overall quarterback in your league based on your points. So you have to replace him. And, oh, Daryl Henderson, a huge friend of the show. A top, yeah, of course, top 10 overall type of running back that you have to replace. And now the GOAT, we're just going to call him the GOAT right now because the number one player in Fantasy Cooper Cup is now going to be on your bench. It was pretty funny. Some of the guys tweeting uh, that they're going to start Cooper Cup this week just out of respect, and I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, Odell Beckham is a player that we could get into a lot more next week, and oh, I promise you we will get into him. He will be very startable. He needed that uh, bye week to happen. He needed to learn the offense. That's why he wasn't able to play last week. That's why we recommended to bench him because he didn't have enough time to get in there and learn the system. So... He's going to crash course it, and in two, we'll talk about ODB next week. And then if Van Jefferson and, and Higby in deeper leagues uh, are obviously on by. And with the Broncos, you have Teddy Two Gloves, but you have Javante Williams, who's been really good, and so is Melvin Gordon. Very quietly, those two have been very productive for a two-headed monster, if you would. And then Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and Noah Fant. So, yes, there's only two teams on a bye but last week, you had like the Houston Texans on the bye, and you had the Giants on a bye, and they weren't many starters that, you know, you would versus these two teams. So right. you're right. It's like having three or four teams on a bye. So right. we have to, again, with those players on a bye, with all the injuries we're going with, with COVID still running rampant here, uh, we have some hard decisions to make. 
And I've broken down a lot of the people right now for the show. That is, do we start this guy or not? What do we expect from a player like Mike Davis tomorrow night? Okay. What do we expect from the uh, Rehandre Stevenson, the running back for the New England Patriots now because Damian Harris was just cleared from concussion protocol. So in my opinion, just to give you everyone an idea, you have a three-headed monster right now in that New England running back situation. So a lot of people are going to be starting Stevenson, 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. I don't think that's going to be the case this week, but if he's your best option, of course you have to start him. Again, a lot of things going on right now and a lot of opinions that I have. So bring it on in the text machine and uh, I hope to help you. All right, before we get to week 11, by the way, of the NFL season, the fantasy football season, let's do a quick little rewind and uh, talk about some of the best performances that we had in week 10 of the NFL season. A couple of names that we all kind of uh, know and have on our teams, and then a couple of names of guys that maybe you had on your bench and probably didn't have in this week, but knows. Let's recap week 10 of the fantasy football season. Okay, well, finally... He is what we thought he was, right? Okay? Patrick Mahomes, finally. 400 yards and five touchdowns. There it is. Finally, on cue. Mahomes, the person that everyone drafted as the number one quarterback in the league because they saw the name Patrick Mahomes in the late second or early third. They already said, I got Dalvin Cook and Chris McCaffrey. Let me just throw on a little Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to have a sick-looking team. Well, it hasn't really worked out. Until last Monday Night Football, which was very special. 45 points on average. Not bad at all. The next great quarterback last week was Dak Prescott with 296 yards in the air and two touchdowns. One on the ground, totaling three touchdowns. He had that basically at halftime, and they had that game really wrapped up early. Last but not least, Josh Allen had 366 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Zach Mahomes, Dak, and Josh Allen. So you see what I'm saying here? Right. The, cr- the creme de la creme rose to the top last week. And so if you drafted those guys, in my opinion, a little early, at least you got your value out of them. Next, let's get really weird because the running backs. Oh, were, here it is. Right. Yeah, this was an amazing eye-opener to me. Last week, here are your top three running backs. Daryl Williams. That's right. Daryl Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs. Had only 43 yards on the ground, but nine receptions and 101 yards in the air. And with that amazing uh, throw by Mahomes across his entire body, where Darrell Williams just jumped in front of the defender, that was the big play. He had about 29 fantasy points being the number one running back. And just mentioned Ramondre Stevenson. I probably butchered his name before, and I apologize, Ramondre. 100 yards on the ground with two touchdowns, four grabs and 14 yards, 28 fantasy points. And finally, the guy that you've probably had on your roster and you're waiting for the big opportunity, A.J. Dillon. 66 yards only on the ground, but two touchdowns, two receptions for 62 yards, and now is going to be the new workhorse while Aaron Jones is sidelined one to two weeks. My opinion is it's going to be maybe even an extra week, but he has a bye week. Remember that. So don't expect Aaron Jones in your lineup for three total weeks. And if you have A.J. Dillon, he is an immediate plug-and-play. You are patient with him. He is now a must-start. So, Daryl Williams, Ramon J. Stevenson, and A.J. Dillon were your Week 10. Let's get weird. I love it. Week 10. Running back leaders. Wow. 
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then the receivers, they kept it real again. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a star in Debo Samuel. And we're going to talk about this on the show because he deserves our respect and he deserves our attention. This last week, five grabs, 97 yards, one touchdown in the air. But... 36 rushing yards and a touchdown on the ground. He is now lining up as a dual running back and wide receiver, becoming an ultimate weapon for the 49ers. An amazing game for him. And again, we're going to give him his proper due later on in the show. Last week, we distressed this guy, Zach. We were very upset with Stefan Diggs and how many targets he was getting. That's right. That's well, somebody right. must have listened to us. Eight receptions, 162 yards, and one touchdown. He was averaging six to seven targets, and we had this exact discussion about it. When he was should be averaging double-digit uh, targets, well, he had 13 targets, and then look what happens. The star shines, Stefan Diggs, eight for 162 and a touchdown, phenomenal. And somebody I know you were waiting on for a few weeks, oh, C.D. Yeah. Lamb. Thank God. Yeah, I know. I mean, we know he's a stud, and we know he's got star potential. He's taken a few weeks off. Not last week. Six receptions, 94 yards, and two touchdowns. And he came to play, and uh, let me be honest with you, it was a little overdue. But for those who are a little worried that he got a little nicked up, he is okay. He's going to be a full-blown go for Sunday. So uh, everyone's going to be eating in that game. We're going to talk about that. Kansas City at home versus Dallas is the marquee game of this Sunday, and we can't wait for it. So anyway, the wide receivers that absolutely blew up for you or crushed you in your fantasy leagues, Debo Samuel, Stephen Diggs, and C.D. Lamb. I just looked at the over-under for the Dallas-Kansas City game. It's 411 for uh, that game, so that's good for the over-under in that game. 411 points. Right, yeah, that was a little bit of a joke. I'll yeah, take the not, over. I'm trying, I know, I would still take the over, I think, in that. All right, that's the nose. I am Zach. Those were... The big performers from Week 10. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show. If you want to text in the show, and we're going to get to a couple text messages coming up here in the next segment, 305-567-0560. We'll take a break. We're back after this. It's Zach of the Nose, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. Your texts and observations next. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We uh, appreciate all the text messages coming in. We appreciate you guys supporting our show here, our world-famous fantasy football show that we put on every week for you. Next week, by the way, I believe we're going to be on Tuesday night before the holidays start. Um, so I'll make sure to put it out on social media as well and talk about it on the Joe Rose Show a little bit when we do have a specific time and thing. But we will be on Tuesday night next week uh, at 6 or 8 p.m. I think it's at 8 p.m. I think that's what I told you. No. So next week, plan on us Tuesday night, 8 p.m. for a short week because we do a football on Thursday, a couple of games on Thursday. Right? Oh, yeah. There's nothing better. good day oh. football. Turkey day football. They is always talk good. about how, how, do you, how do you stay up for that last game. If you do the eating correctly, and I know we're going to get really into that next week, next but week, if you right. eat properly, man, staying up for that late night game is absolutely brutal. It is. It's not easy, but uh, listen, that's what uh, you got. You just got to gun through it, man. Because if you have a Black Friday, uh, like my wife does, where we're probably running around all day long, you need to get a little bit of rest. But I just, I'll pay for it all day on Friday and stay up all night <laughs> on Thursday and eat a lot of turkey and uh, and all that other stuff. Anyways, 
That's for next week. We're going to talk about that Tuesday night. I think Tuesday night is going to be a big uh, food and dessert and uh, preparation for holiday show outside of getting you ready for another week of fantasy football. But before that, let's get to a couple text messages here. 305-567-0560. I'm going to go from the top down nose, so we'll get to the big text at the end here. First one is Michael Carter from the Jets or Zach Moss. Pick one, Carter or Moss. I'm going with Carter at home versus your Miami Dolphins. It's a straight volume and usage situation. He's their goal line back. He got that dirty touchdown last week. They're establishing him as the runner there, whereas Zach Moss needs to get into the end zone. He's splitting time with Singletary. Even Isaiah McKenzie's been getting some runs over there. They're using receivers. So Josh Allen's running the ball a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go with Michael Carter. That's an easy one for me. All right, here's one that says DJ Moore. Bench him, trade him, cut him, start him. What do I do with DJ Moore? Yeah, he's been off the last couple weeks. I feel you. Like, okay, I totally understand that text perfectly. And I loved how you actually shared that because hopefully Cam Newton is going to make you start him. That's where I'm going with this. DJ Moore is a super talent. And when Darnold was throwing in the ball, there was a three or four week stretch where he was one of the best wide receivers in the game and in fantasy. And ever since uh, Darnold sort of went down and it was the P.J. Walker show, then all of a sudden D.J. Moore went goodbye. Right. Do I trust Cam Newton? Not yet. Okay. You know, I'm not a fan of Cam Newton, but I do think he could get him the ball better than P.J. Walker. So I know that was more of a, I think that I want to believe that was a comical text saying, what do I do with this guy? I don't think you could trade him if you're, because he doesn't have the value. Right now you bench him until you can start him is the answer to that question. All right, these last two weeks, Matt Stafford served up a double turd burger for me, and now he's on bye. Can I trust Russell Wilson this week? That's from Stevie Meatballs. Can you trust him? I'm going to say yes to that. Now, I know how bad his performance was last week. It was real bad. Um, But he's a professional, and look, if he's your backup to Matthew Stafford who's on a bye, you're doing just fine, okay? Like, it's a good bet. So, yes, for this one week, I guess what you're telling me is you have Stafford as your starter – and Stafford's just fine. He has, He's put up a little turd burger, as you said. But that being said, he's still a top three overall uh, uh, quarterback, and he will be your starter after the bye week. Trust Russell Wilson. I think you could do a whole lot worse. All right, here's a uh, text from our favorite uh, texter from Hawaii. Uh, what's up, my brother's having a rough season but not giving up. He's 3-7, and seven, needs to win out to even have a chance to slip in to the last position in the playoffs. He's a 12-team full PPR league. Should I try any trades or just stick with my roster? His roster is Jalen Hurts and Cam Newton at quarterback, A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, Michael Carter, and Stevenson at running back, A.J. Brown, Chase, Diggs, wow, Odell Beckham and Waddle at wide receiver, and he's got uh, Joe Dirt and Kittle at tight end, defense of San Francisco and the Rams. Do you see any trade bait there? Do you see stay put? What do you think can go it's on really, there? Wide receivers, he looks pretty deep, right? Yeah, you're really – it's a shame that – Two people really let you down, my brother. That would be Aaron Jones overall. He's had a good year, not great. But A.J. Brown really let you down this year with his inconsistency. Um, Look, I think you need to maybe, if you have the ability to trade an A.J. Brown and then combine A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and try to get yourself even throw some death into Michael Carter in there and try to get yourself an Alvin Kamara or a Dalvin Cook. Now, I, those players not might not be available, but what I would try to do is package your Green Bay guys and a wide receiver and go for 
one of your the best running back that you get your hands on. That's your only option as of right now. Otherwise, your team's good, but you you know Kittle came back. He was hurt for you all year, so. I see why you might be three and seven. Although your roster does suggest to me that you should be better. Yeah, I mean that's a that wide receiver core is one of yeah, the man, best you, wide receiver cores, ha- especially twelve team PPR league. The thing is, Diggs just had that amazing game last year, last week, but he hasn't been Stefan Diggs that you thought. Jamar Chase is the best player on your team. Uh, overall, you have a good team, but you're missing that. I call it an eagle, right? Your superstar eagle running back, and not a Philadelphia eagle, just a. A star, and you're missing that star running back, and it should have been Jones, and it's not. So if you could try to find one right now, late and steal one, that's your best bet. All right, three zero five five six seven zero five sixty is the text machine. By the way, if you want to send any more texts in, let's hit up a couple observations here uh, before we get started with any more text messages. Thursday night football, by the way, the New England Patriots and Atlanta Falcons uh, should be a decent matchup. I think. I think the Patriots will end up winning the game, but fantasy wise. Uh, there are some starters in this game. Talk about this Thursday night football game. I'm sure a lot of people will have a couple people starting in this. And like you said, Harris may be back and a whole bunch of things going on here. But what do you think about Thursday night football fantasy implications? It's actually quite complex. It is. I can't believe that I'm saying this, that the New England Patriots at Atlanta Falcons is a complex fantasy matchup. I'll explain why. It's first of all Thursday night football. You have to make decisions early, and it's not like you could wait until Sunday where other news breaks and where you have more information. You have to make a decision by tomorrow night. Well, for, let's start with the New England Patriots, Zach. Their running back situation is, wow, they're coming off a rookie, 20 rushes, 100 yards, and two touchdowns in Stevenson. But Damian Harris is their workhorse when he's healthy, and now he's back. And on top of that, you got Brandon Bolden, who is their third uh, third back specialist. I call that a three-headed monster. That's never good for fantasy. So a lot of people are putting Stevenson in their lineup thinking that they might have a repeat. And maybe they do. Maybe they decide right. to move him forward. But Damian Harris, we've all seen be a, a bulldog and a guy who gets a ton of yards, and he grinds. Uh, so right now, if you are a fantasy owner, if you start any of the running backs for New England, just understand you really are going into a three-headed monster. If you're starting Harris, you know Stevenson is going to get run and Bolden's going to be the third down back. And vice versa, if you're starting Stevenson, Harris is somebody who's going to get carries. And Bilicek really doesn't care about who gets their fantasy stats. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> they're going to ride hot hands and it's very unpredictable. So my overall advice is if you can, stay away from the New England running back situation. Other than that, Uh, Mac Jones has been super solid. Last week he had 198 yards and three touchdowns. He's not fantasy crazy, uh, but Atlanta's defense uh, gave up a whole lot of points last week, and they might be vulnerable to a very good game by Mac Jones. Uh, Again, in a one-quarterback league, I don't think he's your play, but in a two-quarterback league, he's definitely an option. In terms of his pass, the people who are catching the ball from him, that's also very hard to predict. He spreads the ball all over the place, so it's very hard to tune in and say, I'm going to start this wide receiver, whether it's Bourne, whether it's Myers, whether it's you know, God, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Henry. Obviously, right. you got to right. start Hunter Henry. Janu Smith is not a starter. The one player you are starting is Hunter Henry on that offense. I'll, I'll say that very loud and proud. He's the third overall right now tight end in all of fantasy, Woo! and he's getting a lot more play. 
So that's your New England breakdown. But even more contri- intriguing yeah, is in it. right is Atlanta, because we're all waiting on the good old GTD Cordell Patterson game time decision, and that game time decision really will trickle down whether you start or even think about starting Wayne Gallman and or Mike Davis. Now let's break this down for a second because it's loaded. If Patterson does not play, okay, that means you have Mike Davis, who has been absolutely a bust and unstartable in fantasy, and then you have Wayne Gallman. But Arthur Brown, the head coach of Atlanta, comes out this afternoon and says, the reason why Gallman got 15 rushes and 52 percentage uh, plays on their offense is because they were getting blown out, and he knew they were playing on a short week. So that's actually a pretty smart move by the coach would be to put in the guys who might they, you know, not use so much on Thursday when they're losing by 30 at the end of the first quarter or something ridiculous. So a lot of people have been picking up Wayne Gallman because they think, oh, this is the new guy if Patterson's out. Well, be careful. I don't like either Gallman or Mike Davis. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't like any of the running backs there, especially if Patterson plays. If right. Patterson plays... He's a must-start, okay? Starting at running back, flex, or receiver. Top 10 in all in, in both positions, even though he had a bad week last week. He's a must-start. Kyle Pitts, he's a must-start. Right. After that, not so much. And I don't trust Matt Ryan. Again, in a one-quarterback league, you shouldn't have Matt Ryan in your team. Uh, in a two-quarterback league, yeah, I, I get it. You might need to start him in a two-quarterback league. So it's, again, very interesting. The running backs in both of these teams, very What's it? not fluid situation? That's the best way to say. It. Right. Unflu out on well you. Well done, Garcia. Well you done. can help me out with my uh, my proper grammar, but it's just not something I'd want to be getting involved in. Right, fluid situation would probably fluid be the situation. Right thing yes, right. Yeah, we're gonna. I said unfluid. No, Remember you brought that. that in also. That was well yes, done. I put an un I, in I there. would have used the, yeah, I would have used the unfluid. I would tell you probably. this though. I want. I want to. I would be remiss if I didn't note that during his breakdown, Nose referred to the head coach of the New England Patriots by both a combined name. He was Bill. He was Bill Check. And I think Bill that's how we should refer to him just going forward. Okay, that's done. Bill Chad. That, that it's, was, of it's, course, it's done on purpose. The show. Right. <laughs> right. It was a rule now in the show. If you are going to talk about the head coach of the New England Patriots, it is only one word, like share Madonna. It's Bill Check, and that's it. <laughs> just like nose. It's a one name. It's a one no name thing. Or nose. Right. That's it. And Garcia. No one knows Garcia's first name. He's just Garcia. Bill Check. Bill Check. Bill Check. That's in. Well done. Perfect. That's, that's good stuff. And it's spent. And it's over. Right. No more talking about it. Uh, one more text before we get a break here. What's up, Krampus and Nostradamus? I love that guy. That's my favorite text there. Conklin or Fort Knox, full PPR? Yes. Yes. That's a tougher one because Conklin's coming off that big two-touchdown performance. Yes, but I'm gonna I'm going to bet that doesn't happen this week. I'm going with Fort Knox, full PPR. Let him get back into the game. Josh Allen's going to find him in the end zone in the back corner. Go with Fort Knox over oh, Conklin. I like that. 305-567-0560 is a text machine if you want to send some more texts. And we got a couple more coming in here. We'll get to them at the beginning of the next segment with a couple more observations. Second hour, we're going to get to all our craziness, all of our nonsense, including the nose pick of the week, the tight end pick of the week, yes or nose, the sniff test, everything coming up here in the 9 o'clock hour. We'll end the 8 o'clock hour with some more observations and your text messages. 305-567-0560. This is Zach in the Nose. 
fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at beautiful Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shore. Shout out to Danny, the GM over there, and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Like I said, a couple more observations and your text messages right after this short break. Welcome back to the Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show with Zach in the Nose on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2, The Joe, WQAM. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Your text messages, by the way, and a couple more observations here in this segment. We get to the 9 o'clock hour. We're going to play our favorite game, Yes or Nose. Uh, we're going to get to the nose pick of the week, the tight end pick of the week, and the sniff test as well, all of our normal nonsense. We will get to all of that in the 9 o'clock hour. Let's get to uh, any text messages that are fresh off the board. Let's go to this one. Talk about the Titans running back, uh, Foreman, for me. I just claimed him off waivers after reading ESPN Fantasy Notes on him, saying they expect him to take the lead role in the Tennessee running back committee. What do you put the chance that this guy earns a starting spot on my roster? That's another one from Stevie Meeples. Stevie Meatballs, did he read my observations list to you? Because I think he might have. This is a very intriguing one, and the reason why is more than anything is Tennessee has a golden matchup. They're at home versus Houston, who is 31st against the rush in the NFL. So if there's ever a time for a Titans running back to blow up, it is this week, Zach. And so the the question is, of course, Not who's named Derrick Henry. Right, well, right, 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 right. Oh, you had to do it, huh? <laughs> you made it sound like title. Oh, a Titans running back blowing up. That never happens. Talking about Eddie happen. George. Eddie George. Eddie George. That's... Right. Can you name the other one, guys? Lamont Murray? Uh, uh, nope. DeMarco Murray? Nope. Tennessee running back, huh? Oh, Chris, Chris Johnson. Tighten up, boys. Thank right. you. And thank you for the same time I was about to embarrass you. Right. Okay, so... Well Foreman versus Adrian Peterson is really what the question is right now. And in my opinion is nobody knows, right? People are speculating that Foreman might be the guy. I'm not going to speculate that. I know why he's younger. He probably has got more legs. But this is Adrian Peterson, and he might be able to grind out some big runs. I have this being a 50-50 split. I have them both having pretty good games. The question's going to be, as I always say, who's going to fall in the end zone? And I think Adrian Peterson has a better shot of getting the goal line carries for the Titans in this matchup than does Foreman. So can you pick up Foreman and see how he does? Absolutely. He has a chance to shine. So is he somebody that you could roster to give a week to see if he becomes the guy? Absolutely. For this week, though, again, this is a coin flip. This is a 50-50 shot. And Use both. with caution. Use with caution, right? Yeah, look, you got to start right. some guys. This is There are some leagues that I am starting. Adrian Peterson. Yes, I'm actually going in the other direction. I believe that Adrian Peterson could have a pretty good game uh, against the Texans. I also think it could be Foreman. you got to just sometimes, it's based on who you have on your roster, who's on a bye this week, how hurt are you. But again, Stevie Meat, the bottom line is, yes, put him on your roster and see how he does. He's got a great matchup. I would not start him if you unless you had to unless you yeah unless you're put in a position where you got to put a guy in there i'm in a position where i got to start right. some bad guys this right. week, Zach. it yeah, happens it's happening right it's happening all over fantasy football right now 
0560. Uh, I like this observation, Nose, because uh, we're now through 10 weeks of the fantasy football season, and there's a lot of guys who basically have cracked the top 10 at their position or gotten that top 10 or even gotten higher than that in the top five and probably shouldn't have been there or before the season you would have laughed if you would have said they would be there. Let's give a little bit of praise out to a couple guys from a couple different positions. Obviously, the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and maybe even the tight end position that have kind of, I don't know, outplayed what we thought they would do at the beginning of the season, including <clears throat> the nose pick of the year who makes this list as well. A little hint there. But nose, take it away. Give us a couple guys who love. That's right. There's your tease right there. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Might as well start with that guy. He's the number got one guy on the list for me. Why wouldn't he be? Absolutely. Yeah, so I thought it'd be a fun uh, segment to have where... We're now through 10 weeks, right? Through four weeks, maybe, you got a guy that has a huge game and his numbers are just too high based off of, you know, the law of averages that it comes down. Maybe through eight games, that player had a few really big games. But now, no, we're through 10 games. And these are the players that are currently sitting in the top 10 in their position, okay? And these are the type of players that if you have and you're listening and they're on your team... I just wanted to give you respect and uh, like a, a clap for drafting them. A golf them. clap, right, right. But more than anything, this is for the players. These guys are deserving of a shout-out, deserving of the respect of an incredible year. Again, and you drafted them, so Garcia nailed it. Ah, the first guy, the nose pick of the year, Jalen Hurts. So good. Yes, he started out really hot. In the last few weeks, he's given up a few of the rushing touchdowns to his his buddies in the backfield. But still, clocking in top 10 in every single format I am in, and he's still in the top 5 in your fantasy league, and he's in the top 5 in many that give rushing yards extra bonus points and touchdowns on the ground more than passing touchdowns. Hurt so good, a top 10 overall player. We knew it coming in, and a lot of people have him, such as myself, on their roster, and they are clean-cut in the playoffs and going for that bye week. So that was an amazing return on your investment. And then I'm bringing up Matthew Stafford. Yes, he had a horrible night last week, and so it's sort of bitter. But top five in every league right now, the gunslinger is back. So if you had the cojones to draft him and draft him where a lot of people did not know what he was going to be, it paid dividends for you. So Jalen Hurts and Matthew Stafford are the two guys that I wanted to feature at the quarterback position. At the running back position, I have two names for you. James Conner. Change the music to the Terminator. James <laughs> Conner. Unbelievable that he has become a top 10 running back where Chase Edmonds was the starter there for like the first seven or eight weeks. But the guy who was getting the rushing touchdowns all this time was Jimmy Connor. And now that Edmonds is on the IR, oh, that top 10 running back right now, because he's hovering around 9 or 10, is only going to rise because there's nobody else there to take all those receptions and uh, carries away from him. So, or at least, not Eno Williams is not taking as much as Chase and Edmonds. And fall into the end zone also, which is the most important part, right? Correct. So James Connor, a top 10 running back, and where you drafted him, you are really feeling good about yourself right now. And then one of the top players in the first 10 weeks, 
just as I use it at word once a week, once a session is what an enigma this guy is. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> Where is Cordell Patterson and how right now are we in 2021? And Cordell Patterson is a top 10 running back and wide receiver. The <laughs> rarest dual eligibility. Very rare to see dual eligibility. The first time we ever saw it was Marquise Colston for the New Orleans Saints as a well tight done. end right. and a wide receiver. And that guy's been retired for like five years. Not many since then. And right now, I checked it. He's a top 10 running back and wide receiver based wow. on his fantasy points. And you can wow. start him either position. That's just phenomenal. And he's playing. If he plays tomorrow night, you got to play him. He's a game-time decision. Uh, and then the one that I really wanted to bring up, the guy that I really inspired me to write this segment, Debo. And not from Friday, but Debo Samuel, currently the number two wide receiver in fantasy. Think about that for a second, guys. The number two overall wide receiver, more points than Jamar Chase, more points than Tyreek the Free Kill, is Debo Samuel. He's running the ball. He's catching the ball. He's getting bonus touchdowns if you have them. And he's done it consistently where it's now 10 weeks in. 10 weeks in. And that guy is the number two wide receiver. Debo. Thank you. <laughs> Rest in peace, real Debo. We love that, you, brother. Right, right, right. And then I had a throw in a tight end, right? I felt like I needed to do it. And you know what? I like to make fun of myself from time to time. I had a major nosebleed on this player, and I think a lot of people did too. Hunter Henry, out of all players right now, is the number three tight end in all wow. of fantasy. Wow. It shows, A, how weak the position is, B, Kittle did get hurt. C, Kyle Pitts is very inconsistent. But most importantly, Hunter Henry's catching touchdowns in New England. Right. And he's become a favorite for uh, Mac Jones. So the big nosebleed was is I thought it was going to be Janu Smith. And I love Janu Smith going into this season. And I was wrong. I picked the wrong tight end. I knew they feature tight ends in that offense. And Hunter Henry is the one. So if you drafted him super late, held on to him, you have the number three tight end. And let me tell you, if you are starting tight ends right now, you could. I, there are guys who are getting one to two points. You know, Hawkinson, uh, as of what, last week or two weeks, a zero. Right. You know, like, right. it, uh, get last week, a zero. Yeah, I think and he has like nine or ten targets and zero catches, right? Zero catches. So right. the point I'm making is the tight end position is so volatile. And it happens to be every year besides, you know, the G-O-A-T, right? right? Kelsey is just fine. But uh, overall, I wanted to give Hunter Henry a, a clap. Really nice season Absolutely. so far. Yeah, and, and it sounds like Garcia has him in a league or two. And it's a really good player to have. He's been great. So those are the players I want to quickly shout out. Jalen Hurts, Matthew Stafford, Jimmy Connor, Cordell Patterson, Debo Samuel, and Janu Smith. But I'm going back because I'm going to circle around. There is still the ultimate one player that you featured last week saying how of a historical year he's having. Cooper Cup was average drafted in the fourth to sixth round in fantasy leagues. That's where he was. And he right now is the number one wide receiver by leaps and bounds. He has been the greatest wide receiver in a few years. Can he keep it up? I don't know. But there's no there's no one really stopping him right now. The right. connection between the Stafford problem. and Cup. Even if he's at half the pace that he's been doing, he's one of the top five wide receiver. So, the ultimate Cooper Cup, congratulations, pure insanity.
the ultimate draft pick so far, based on draft average position, was the Cooper Cup out of the Rams. Amazing, right? Who would have ever thought? I mean, you knew Cooper Cup was a good player. And we Great all player, that. but not um, like this. Right. This is what we're talking. And we went Randy over Moss. Last week. Right. We talked about it last week when we went over a lot of the most historic performances by wide receivers, as we did the week before with running backs, but last week with wide receivers. And Cooper Cup, if he gets, stays on this pace or close to it, he will be the number one wide receiver fantasy football season by 30 or 40 points over that Randy Moss season when he had 23 touchdowns. Unbelievable performances by Cooper Cup. Good job by you on that segment. I like that a lot going over everything going on here. Uh, we have a couple more text messages we'll get to coming up. 305-567-0560. By the way, Stevie Meatballs texted it one more time while we're there and said, the Texans are the team that drafted Foreman in 2017 and they bailed on him. It's a revenge game for Foreman. Wow. Okay. I, I could get into it. I could buy it. Foreman out of Texas, I remember. Number 27. Right. For yeah, I remember him. And he just, uh, I believe he just never, I guess it was what, who was his starter uh, ahead of him? Man, I don't remember who it was, but he didn't beat out whoever was the starter at the time. And therefore, uh, yeah, he might be a little bit. Well done. Could have been, might have been, Aaron might have been a little earlier than that, but nonetheless, yeah, that five years ago, that Aaron Foster was. It might have been Lamar Miller, to be honest with you. That is. It's Lamar Miller, right? I'm so proud of you. I'm like, I feel like a a proud father right now. You you really pulled that one out. I I wasn't. Right out of my, you know what? I was between Aaron Foster and somebody else at that point. But anyway, uh, Foreman, again, he has the right opportunity. That Titans game. That Texans defense, they do not stop the run. So if you have Foreman and he's your best bet because you have a deep league where, for example, I just can speak for him. Zach has a league where he has two running backs, three wide receivers, and then two flex players. You have to go deep. And that's why we're discussing these players. Foreman, in that type of example, an acceptable gamble to get some fantasy points for sure. Right, right, yeah. If you're in a deep league... You're going to have to go down the uh, the depths of your waiver wire and your free agent wire to grab a couple of players that will hopefully score you some points, especially when teams have bye week, especially when there's only two and there's about 15 players on those two teams that you could use in fantasy this week. All right, hour number one of the books, by the way. We're going to get some more observations coming up here in this next segment, and maybe we'll do a little yes or no's coming up here in this next segment coming up. 305-567-0560. If you load up the text machine, we will hit all the text coming up here in this next segment. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. We'll take a break. Hour number one of the books. Hour number two, right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 